Welcome to RUL 10, your primary source music, movies, TV, and sports. Sup, bitches? We're back after a brief hiatus. Welcome to another edition of Are You Entertained, your one-stop shop for all things related to music, movies, TV, and sports. Follow us everywhere, subscribe on iTunes, and leave a nice little comment for us. We're trying to, we're trying to boost some comments. What do you think? Yeah? Yeah. All right. We've got a lot to get to, so let's get right into it. Uh, I am Trey Alessio, the Dawn of Entertainment. In the studio with me, Brandon Ogden, the consulary. Nick McCarger is out today. He's doing some things, but uh, he's going to be back on the next Are You Entertained original podcast. Uh, so looking forward to having him back. But in the stew with me, Brandon Ogden, what up, though? Not much. Not much. Not much. I feel like it's been a long time. It has been. It, I know. I feel like we waited a little bit longer because we launched a new podcast, yeah, the yeah, hip-hop yeah. one. Yep. Uh, so glad to be back on the original. Um, Let's give that one a plug. What's that? Give that one a plug. Yeah, let's give that one a plug. So we uh, we launched the Hip Hop Roundtable. Um, it's going to be with True Two with Isaac Beal and Nick Boshenik from Back to Back Hip Hop. Uh, he hasn't gotten on the podcast yet, but we're hoping to get him on very soon. Uh, we're in the works talking with some professionals in the industry. I know somebody who works for uh, How Do Hip Hop, so we're working on that. Hoping to maybe get some people from like DJ, DJ Booth, some really cool uh, hip hop publications. So excited about that one. Um, hopefully, we can get some guests on this podcast soon, um, and that would be pretty cool. But yeah, so that's that's our other podcast that we recently launched. Um, I want to do a little quick thing for you. Um, it is May the fourth. Be with you. Yes. So I want to show a little uh, a little love right here. What what do you think when you hear this? All right, what do you think about that? That gets you Chills. in the mood? Chills. Chills. Uh, to me, when I th- hear that, I think of episode seven, just because of how long it had been since we had gotten Star Wars and just being in the theater and hearing it again for the first time and just how freaking pumped I was. Yeah. I, so I played that for bumper music today on uh, the sports show that I produce, and uh, uh, someone tweeted in that it gave him goosebumps. Yeah. That's what it does, baby. It does. May the 4th be with everybody out there. This is uh, coming on May the 4th. So, yeah, we had to throw a little Star Wars in there. Um, first, I guess, let's do a little intro um, action. Uh, Chance the Rapper. I just wanted to say this. Chance the Rapper concert is coming soon. We'll be seeing him in Kansas City. We'll be meeting him in yes. Kansas City. Yes. Uh, gonna we're going yeah, to play that. a little Rock, Paper, Scissors. I don't know if you've been following him on social media. He's been tweeting out or maybe putting on Instagram pictures of uh, the scores of the fans versus him on Rock, Paper, Scissors. I think he's won every time. So we're going to have to. Uh, okay. We're going to have Casey's to. Casey's going to have to take him down. We're going to have to give him the L in Casey. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, since it is May the 4th, uh, let's get into some movies talk. I believe we have not talked about this. I'm pretty. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we debated. I don't know. I don't, maybe we I don't did, remember. Maybe we did. But guess what? It's Star Wars. We'll talk about it again. Exactly. So the Star Star Wars: The Last Jedi, the trailer, it finally dropped. Yes, it's finally here. We've been waiting for a long time. Long time. Um, and we made a lot of predictions on when it would drop. 
Yeah, I we remember did. Super Bowl, I was like, what if Star Wars dropped? Yeah, and then Super Bowl, we're Oscars, predicting. Grammys, we both were like, dude, maybe Star Wars is going to drop. Yeah, and we're like, we're like, maybe the summer, maybe yeah, the fall. Like, did. we didn't know. Finally, we got it. It was, a, I mean, I don't think it was a significant day, was it? They just dropped no, it on a random Tuesday, so. I think. Yeah. But um, Was it during, like, a Star Wars fan fest? Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. A Star Wars uh, celebration. Uh, that was pretty cool. I actually watched the live panel and uh, found out... There, I believe, is going to be a new character, new female character. Mm. She's, I want to say Asian. I don't know. I don't know her name, I, the actress or the character, but I believe there's going to be a new character. Um, I'm super excited. It no. was actually really hilarious. Uh, Josh Gad, who we'll talk about a little bit on this podcast a little bit later, but he was the MC, And uh, first thing he asked um, Daisy Ridley Ray, uh, he goes, what is your last name? Like, he was just being super goofy and super upfront, oh, and it was hilarious. And she just sat there with a smirk on her face. I, I, I love that. That was that was pretty good. Josh Gad's funny. He is. He's he's, he's low-key pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so let's, let's break down this trailer. Uh, so Luke finally spoke. My question to you, um, why do you think – so near the – he speaks in the beginning of the trailer uh, – Kind of talking to Ray a little bit, it seems, and then near the end he says it's time for the Jedi to end. Why do you think? So he you think says, that was him? I, when I oh, first you don't think it, it was him? When when I first heard, a lot of people do actually, um, but when I first heard, it, I thought it was Snoke. Huh? Okay, but it, maybe it was. Well, maybe they're playing a trick on us because they show Luke. Yeah, they while, should definitely show him. Yeah, but I guess while, technically while his words talking. aren't moving. Yeah. Maybe I haven't seen it for a minute, but. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. So I don't know. I just figured it was Snoke. Okay. Okay. Well, cause it was like a raspy kind of like, it, it wasn't like crystal clear, the audio. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't know. Maybe, I, I mean, maybe if it was Luke, um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know why he would say that unless yeah. if he's saying, you know, we just need to, well, maybe we don't maybe, need to be the keepers of the peace or like, but even that wouldn't make sense. But the thing is, so I'm trying to think I'm trying to dig into the title here a little bit the last Jedi. So I don't know. Here's my theory with the title. And we okay. we're going to talk about our theories here in a minute, but uh the theory according to the title. So we talked a little bit previously on this podcast about how on the scroll, the opening scroll in The Force Awakens, it says The Last Jedi, Luke Skywalker. Right. So initially when this title dropped, we're like, okay, Luke is the last Jedi, but maybe since he is saying the Jedi needs to come to an end, maybe he's ready for the Jedi order to be done and he is the last Jedi, but then Ray becomes the last right. Jedi. I mean, is that I mean, kind of obvious or that, I, what do you think? I, my initial thoughts were he was the last Jedi, but he was training Ray to be the next last jedi yeah you know okay. what i mean yeah like, if for that sure. makes sense for sure so i don't know it, it's hard to tell it's hard to tell off a trailer because this is the teaser trailer yeah, i think that's fair right. that's fair to say because but, like everything star wars does they're never ever ever going to give you any to anything you want in any you know they're not the they're movie. just going to give you a taste yeah they're yeah. going to show you just a bunch of random scenes that may or may not even be in the movie yeah and then that's true too yeah and then they're like yep all right Wait till the movie it, comes. I think it was definitely just like a trailer to get you hype. It did not yeah. give away no, any storyline, any yeah. you know, anything like that. Didn't give give away any hints to 
what we want to know. Right. Uh, but but uh, it but, definitely got but me aren't, But aren't we glad? Yeah, no, we, I for mean, sure. I want them to. Especially honestly, in The Force I'm, Awakens. Yeah, I mean. I'm just glad that they gave us something because there was some talk that they might just go dark. And, yeah, we did talk about yeah, that. That's so, right. So um, at least they gave us something. Yeah, that's true. Um, so let's 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 talk some theories real quick. So um, I have a few questions for you, and we'll we'll debate them a little bit. Why do you think? And I, so we initially, when we saw this trailer, we were texting back and mm-hmm. forth. And uh, originally, when I saw it off just one watch, I thought I didn't. I originally thought it was Darth Vader's mask that got smashed. But going through and watching it like two or three times again, it appears to be Kylo Ren's. Yep. Um, so do you have a, I mean, do you think this is, is significant at all? Do you think there's a theory behind this? What do you think? I could see, I I could see where Kylo Ren kind of has that temper tantrum in him. Yeah. Remember he, he kind of lashes out in the like cockpit. Of yeah. That. With his lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him like just getting so pissed off at something that he just fucking smashed his own mask, like just out of rage, because like okay. he's just kind of uncontrollable. Yeah, that way. I, I can see it. Um, so I, I think that could be a possibility. That could be. Uh, I don't think like Ray's gonna kick his ass, take his mask off, and smash it. Yeah. See, the weird thing for me is I was thinking because <clears throat> we talked about how you don't think he looks like the quintessential villain. Yeah. When he took off his mask in The Force Awakens, so. I remember us talking on some previous podcasts that now him kind of getting blown up in the forest and obviously he's going to survive, but now he will need the mask and maybe have a scar or something cool. Yeah, I hope so. so it's kind of, it's weird to me in the trailer that it looks like his mask is smashed when we thought he might have maybe needed he's it. Maybe you know a new I mean? mask. Maybe he is. That's a, we'll find out, I guess. That would be bad. That's a bad marketing. Yeah, it would be if yeah. it's a new mask. I don't yeah. think they do that, but. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm torn there because that was my theory was he would need the mask, but then we see it smashed. Um, so it'll be interesting there. Um, all right. So do you think Finn will spend most of the movie recovering or will he recover in the beginning and be a key contributor in The Last Jedi? That's a good question. Um, he's so ah, That's tough. What would you want? Uh, personally, I, I would want him to spend more of the time recovering okay simply because so you don't want him to be like a main character in this one not in this one yeah. I, just because there's so many new characters mm-hmm. i think he has we get his backstory like yeah. we understand finn pretty well at this point yeah let's focus on poe let's focus on ray i think this, focus on what's been happening yeah, to Luke. yeah for sure so i i'd be okay now that i don't want him to be i don't want him to be luke in episode seven for i don't sure. want it to be He's shitty, and then at the very end, the last scene is he like <gasps> like wakes up yeah. and he's fine. I want him to be in the movie, uh-huh. um, but he doesn't need to be uh, the focus, the, yeah, or even like a top two focus. Yeah, I think I think honestly, top two focus. I think we're gonna get Ray and Luke. Ray and Luke, yeah. And, slash Ray one, Luke two, Kylo Ren probably. Three. Ho- hopefully, I and I hope too. we intertwine it with Snoke. I'm really Snoke, intrigued by Snoke throwing a little Maz. Yeah, her too. She's an, another you know, interesting I'm a big character. Fan. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. that. How I think she's going to play an integral yeah. part in this in this one, if not the you know yeah, this I one and see, the next one. I could one. see more eight or nine. Yeah, than yeah. eight. Sure. Um, just because seven's going to have so much shit. Yeah, yeah. I really do think the main focus is going to dive into Ray's backstory. Yeah, that's I think, what I, we're I feel get like. Here. That's pretty. 
set in stone. Which that's I'd what be, that's gonna I'm be, cool which, with that. Which is what it needs to be. Yeah, she's gonna be the 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 new Star Wars hero, the heroine. Um, so we need to know more about it. Just like Luke um, in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Just like Anakin in the new trilogy. So yeah. I mean, once we find our hero, we get a lot of backstory. For sure. For sure. All right, and I know this is another kind of question we kind of talked about initially when we were texting back and forth about the trailer. What do you think is all that red shit coming from the yeah, ships? Adrian that was Ed. so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like that. Uh, like, I like almost like a, a with politics and what's been going on in the world, like sarin gas, like okay, like um, maybe like some some brain manipulator stuff. Um, huh. I don't know. It, they uh, were maybe they're trying to like. Maybe it's a planet where they think Luke's at, and they're trying to just, that you know, w- like were those resistance ships or were w- those first order? I I, w- I don't know. I couldn't. I, can't I, I would remember. assume it would be first order. Okay, um, but I, I mean, I could be wrong. Since they're I shooting thought, red, yeah. since they're shooting red, yeah, I would true. assume first order. Yeah, that's true. I just I when I recalled the trailer, and I have I didn't watch it today. I should have, unfortunately, but. Uh, I thought I saw some orange on it, which makes me think it's the resistance. But. Maybe. I'll have to go back and watch that one. Um, that'll be something, and that could just be yeah, just that something be that nothing. means nothing. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So we talked about Ray. We talked about how we think she's going to be the focus. So do you think we will find out who the parents are? Do you think that will be kind of the aha moment, like when we found out that um, Kylo Ren was Han's son in the last one? Do you think that'll be the aha moment, and then it? What do you think? Because that happened in Force Awakens. That happened fairly early on, and then it kept right. going. Um, do you think that'll happen in this one, or do you think that will be more towards the end? Do you think we right. just won't get it at all? What I think, think I think we're going to leave the movie theater, and the very last scene is either going to be we figure it out, okay, or we get a really big hint and we can piece it together, okay. So, so I you think don't think we leave gonna... there, okay? And I, I I think we know. Okay. They might they might not just Tell say, us. "Hey, here's the fi- family tree. Yeah, here's your dad, uh-huh. or here's your mom." Um, but I think they're going to leave us with a big hint okay. that we're like, "Okay, okay." So you think that's going to be the jaw dropper? Yeah, at the I think end. that's going to be the end. Okay, and then they're going to hit us with that that music and the scroll at the end, and we're going to be like, "Son of oh, a bitch. I want more, two more yes. years." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Well. We're big. Okay, I forgot this one. So, uh, what do you think Leia's role is going to be? Obviously, yeah, Carrie Fisher passed away, unfortunately. And we talked about this a little bit, um, you know, a while ago. It's hard to. It's really hard to tell. Um, from what I've understood, all of her filming was done for this. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, most of her filming was done for nine. Oh, really? I and didn't hear that. Her brother, who was her like. Well, well, I, like real life, guarantor, yeah. Okay, her guarantor or something. Sure, actually gave them permission to use some CGI in nine. Huh. So I did not hear that. That's interesting. So Leia will have, and from what we understood was she was going to be minor role here and major role in the ninth. That's integral what, role yes. in nine. Yeah. So maybe they beef up her role a little bit in eight. Cut it down a little bit in nine. Okay. Because I think they said they don't want to use a ton of CGI in nine yeah. on her, um, but they did get some permission from okay. her brother to use CGI. Huh. And I do believe, I mean, not like recent, recent, because the movie's coming out in December, but I do think they they did go 
into some rewrites. So maybe they did yeah, do sure, something I'm sure. like that. I'm sure they had to. Yeah. At least a little bit. Well, you had to rewrite just to figure out. I don't think they were going to kill off Leia. Yeah. So, I mean, they probably just had to kind of figure out, you know. Maybe she'll just go away. Yeah, or, you know, something. Yeah. That'll be that'll be sad. That'll that'll be tragic. It will be. But um RIP, RIP Carrie Fisher. All right, so let's we're big theory guys on these on this podcast. So uh there are a lot of theories we could talk about. Right. I list off every goddamn character here. We don't have to break down everything, but um is there a specific theory that you like the most that you want to talk about? Do you wanna kind of break down each individual character? Um, so what do you think here? So the, the one thing that I, I don't know for sure, but like if I had to put money on that, I think my theory is correct would be Snoke. I think he was, uh, Darth Plagueis. Yes. He, Palpatine was his apprentice yep. and he Palpatine killed, killed yes. Plagueis. But Plagueis, remember, had eternal life, basically he could live forever. He yeah. could save people from death. He was killed in his sleep. That's why Snoke is a ghost type figure. Okay, that is my theory. That I hope I, you're right. I think that has to be. Yeah, there has to be some angle of what we know from Snoke, because otherwise, it's just kind of random. You're making him up. Yeah, he's a completely new character that has no tie into. Yeah, before and let me, which wouldn't make sense yeah. because why do they know they hate? Jedi. True, true. I mean, all of them were killed in six, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so Let me just play devil's advocate. I, I, yeah, ho- I hope you're right, and I want that to be right. Uh, but I think the naysayers for that theory would be you're shrinking the universe too much. And same thing with, yeah. uh, like, say, Ray. Ray's parents were Luke, Luke or, or, you know, Han, Han and Leia. And that I, I actually agree with. I think Snoke is, is subtle because the only thing we would know about that would be Palpatine made one statement at yeah. a Senate hearing to Anakin. And I mean, that's kind of what turned Anakin bad. Yeah. yeah. But also that gives you a nod to the prequels. Yeah, I was just about to which, say that. I mean, they have they ignored. totally ignored them. Right. And I, I think, I think you have to do that to combine the whole universe yeah. in some way or not. That brings the universe all together, all together and it doesn't make it so small. Yeah. It's still, you know, it brings it together, but it doesn't shrink it so yeah. tiny. And That's you can do it with Maz too, because remember we've talked about how the statue in right, episode one. one. So maybe they'll do that with Maz and connect it that way uh, to episode. Maz one is going to have an integral role. We we have to figure out why she has Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. What does she know? Because she obviously knows a ton. Yeah. Um, I think I think we'll get like a low key a lot of her in this episode. I hope so. I I will also say this. I don't think Ray's parents are going to be super obvious. Yeah, no. Because if they are, you're making the old trilogy all over again. That that and I just feel like that would piss Star yeah. Wars fans off. Like a, it's too we want to be it's we want to be surprised. Right, it's too predictable. Yeah. And B, it's literally movie 4 and 5. I mean, a lot of people, myself included, thought 7 is like a new hope. Direct parallel to New Hope. Yeah. It was basically the same storyline. Mm-hmm. You can't say her parents are, you know, one yeah. of these famous characters that we know. Yeah. Otherwise, now you're direct so, parallel I mean, to number five. We've talked about some theories before on this podcast. Uh, go in the archives and check them out. But, I mean, what what do you want it th- them to be? Who do you want them to be? It's hard. I, uh, I'll say mine. All right, go for it. 
and I know you don't like this. Is the Anakin reincarnated one? Anakin reincarnated one. Now, I don't think it's going to happen, but tell me that would not be cool. No. No? It couldn't cinematically be done. I agree that it wouldn't work on screen, but I think it would be very cool. That would happen, and we would just be like, what the fuck was that? And then we'd have to wait till episode 10, you know, 15 years from now. I'm writing episode 10. To fucking describe what the hell happened. Can I no. can I can I make a pitch for Trey Lessio to write episode ten? Yeah. Go for it. Trey Lessio should write episode ten. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, but wait, go wait on. to sell yeah. yourself there. Uh, so I don't know. The one like when I think about this one thing that would be actually pretty cool that I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know if it would give us that really huge aha moment. Um, Jimmy Smith's character. He was in Rogue One. He is the adopted father of Leia. Remember oh, at the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah. What if him and his wife are raised parents? Because they kind of like bounce around, you know. I, she I doesn't mean, have any of that. I hate to go racial, yeah, well, but skin yeah. color in her, right? But maybe. Yeah, I mean, so I don't. I don't. I, like, I don't. I, Would you be pissed if it was like Obi Wan's? I mean, that I don't think. I don't. I don't Obi-Wan. think that times out correctly because yeah. he's super old in the you know yeah. original trilogy so i don't think that time's yeah, out I don't right think that time's out but a lot of people think that would you be mad at that would that be would that be cl- shrinking the universe too much i think so i think so too i, I, I just really I don't, if it's I, luke's that would be so disappointing okay see i i honestly think it's going to be han solo and leia i it, i really do because then you it pit, looks that way because then you pit you know you know, brother versus sister. Yeah. And I think you could see that. But that, then again, that is super predictable. Yeah. And so, so is Luke. Like some, but I don't know who else would you be. Would you be point. pissed if it would be just a random person? No, I wouldn't be that mad. Okay. Okay. Hope maybe, I don't know. See, I feel, I feel like I want it to connect in something we already know somehow. Yeah. But then I don't want it to be too predictable. Right. Like it's I hard agree. to say. It's I, hard no, to say. I agree. It's weird. It's hard. And it's almost impossible to make a theory of it is it is all right we already talked about snoke um do you want to touch on luke or kylo ren at all do you think we'll see do you think we'll be introduced to the knights of ren in this one yeah i feel like we'll have to i feel point. like that'd be really cool i hope yeah. we do i hope we get a little more dark side in this one like yeah i think we will yeah i mean we were briefly introduced to snoke but i think yeah i would like to see more snoke and kylo ren interaction I, and i think we will okay all right I like that. Um, also, in, do you have any more theories you'd like to talk about? Or not, not at the moment. Okay. All right. Um, it is May the 4th, so I will let you interrupt anything we say, sports or music-wise. <laughs> and if you come up with a theory, go ahead and say it. All right. Um, all right. But some other Star Wars news. Episode 9 is set to come out May 24th, 2019. Um, my question to you, wasn't The Last Jedi initially slated for a summer release and then they pushed it? Um, do you th- uh, I think that one was always supposed to be Christmas. So was it? And was then, it? Maybe it was Rogue One. Maybe it was Rogue One. I thought there was one that was. I think Episode Ten is supposed to be or Nine. I, 
Eight, yeah. Yeah, nine. Nine, the one they just announced nine. Yeah, that it's one gonna be I think May. was always supposed to be like summer. But I could have swore that I don't I, thought, I don't know if it was Force Awakens or Maybe. I don't know. I thought I thought the two first episodes were supposed to be Christmas. Okay. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. I thought there was something one. does sound right that one of those maybe I yeah. thought it was either this this upcoming one, The maybe. Last Jedi or Rogue One. I thought it was initially slated for summer, but they pushed it. Maybe. So I was just my question was, do you think that this one will eventually get pushed to Christmas? Or do you think there's anything there? Uh, it's too early to tell. All right, too early to tell. We have a few years, so we'll uh, come back to that one. All right. Um, so Netflix has kind of been in the entertainment news lately. I know you're not a big Marvel Netflix guy. Uh, I'm just but, not a superhero TV show guy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I, I am not a ton. Um, I love Daredevil. Love that one. I tried to get into Luke Cage. I have not finished it. I watched Jessica Jones. Decent. I heard very bad reviews about Iron Fist. But uh, The Defenders, which brings them all together, that trailer dropped. We had, So it's Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones all in one show. Basically the street-level version of The Avengers. Um, does this get you any ounce of excited? No. No. I will not watch this. Okay. All right. Mainly because I haven't seen a single second of Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and or Jessica Jones. So. Okay. If I were to recommend one to you, it would definitely be Daredevil. He's a badass. It's really mm. good. It's dark. Ben Affleck ruined Daredevil for me. I think oh, it's come a on. stupid superhero. So I, I Ooh, don't say it's a stupid He's blind. Yeah, he's a blind lawyer who can has supersonic hearing, bro. Great. <laughs> no, but seriously, the honestly, season I think they're in season two. The best part of season two is Punisher. That yeah, motherfucker yeah, I'm sure. is a badass. He deserves an Emmy for that role. Uh, it's John Ben Benthrall or whatever. He's in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. He's in. He's the guy with the bat who sells him quaaludes. That guy. Oh, okay. He's a badass, bro, and he is meant for the Punisher. Okay. I hope they do a specific show on the Punisher because that one would be my favorite one, and I'd definitely watch that. Um, Daredevil is by far the best, in my opinion. I've heard great things about Luke Cage. Still need to finish it, but um, I think this will be this will be cool. See them all together, and then the real question I have for you, and you don't really have to know a lot about them to make this prediction or what you think. Uh, do you think that we will see these characters in Avengers: Infinity War? I so, do you think the cinematic universe will mash up with the you know television? I, I think there's a better chance you see one of the Avengers in the TV show rather than huh that would be TV pretty show cool characters in the movies. Okay, huh. That that would be pretty cool, and just because Marvel's very specific on how they do things mm -hmm. with the Avengers, yeah, and how everything ties in together, yeah. So I don't think they want to bring just these random, you know, characters sure. from just to have show. a cameo. Yeah, I think that I think they know how big their movie audience is. Yeah, that that uh, probably a huge portion of that hasn't seen any of the TV shows. Okay. So I just don't I I don't think you mess with it. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um and then I was just going to say I'm not we we don't have Jordan Bryson on this podcast and he might be mad at me that I don't know this, but something about the Infinity Stones, I believe there was some reference to one of them in Daredevil, I think. We're going to have to get Jordan Bryson to confirm that. But um 
So there might be a tie there. So maybe that's a hint to us that they could be in Infinity War. And Infinity War is said to have every Marvel character. So who knows? And they're even bringing on these Inhumans. Uh, they just released the first look picture today. Um, I think that's I think that's going to be on cable TV. That's not going to be on Netflix. But uh, so it'd be interesting to see if they tie everything together. I think that'd be crazy and hard to do, but I guess we'll see. Uh, moving on to something we both like now. Yes. Um, House of Cards Season 5 trailer Woo! finally dropped. It was Fire. fucking awesome. Oh my god. Um, it's set to premiere. The episodes will be available on Netflix May 30th. So the shitty part is we have a whole basic, basically a month to wait. Um, but what were your thoughts on this trailer? How about that one line? One Nation Underwood. Yes. Love that. Love that. Yes. He's such a badass, he man. Is. Uh, so I'm pumped for this because season one was amazing. Season two, really good. Started off fucking crazy. Yeah. Season three, you almost lost me. Season four, towards the end, you fucking got me back. I think, I think the reason why we liked the last season was because it had, like, real-life issues. Yeah. Like, it and, connected it. Yeah, and it was kind of that crazy... House of Cards season one type stuff happening near right? the end. Like, where it was they the underworld were completely scheming yeah. and plotting, yeah. and they were fucking back. Yeah, but this sets up to be probably the best season. I think it looks I crazy. Mean, he's talking about he's like Underwood twenty sixteen, well, Underwood yes. twenty twenty, Underwood twenty twenty four, Underwood twenty twenty. Let me ask you a like, question there, real damn. quick. Though. Let me ask you a question. So. You're more of a political junkie than me. Right. So this may be a stupid question. I'm showing all my cards. That's okay. Quick question. So does so once you serve your terms. Two you terms. Know, two terms. Are you done? You have to be done? Or can, say, someone. So, for example, Obama is done. Can he, obviously, Donald Trump is the president now. Could he go? Could he run again nec- the next time? Legally, or are you no. done? No. Okay. The, so, so you used to be able to. I think FDR served like five terms. So that's what stopped that. Yeah. So, so are they, they made, trying to change a rule? Yeah. And, you would have to like legally pass that because it's to prevent like a dictator or like a, yeah. a royal but family. Honestly, that's stuff. what it right. looks like in this trailer. Right. That he and is I'm becoming. sure that he, he loves the power so much that he probably does want to change it. To but that. another theory that I have. That's why I asked the back and forth type thing. I honestly think that Claire could get some power. Oh so, yeah. Well, so do you think she, that well, she's going to run? Well, and then, well you know. remember at the end she's the VP. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe it's Frank's got one more term in him, and he still hasn't even won the presidential exactly campaign, because because we ended off how that article was going to come out and he was going to fuck it. He was crying in the Oval Office. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And so it was. It was he was still running against the Republican. Yeah. Um, so he's got at most one term technically, and then yeah, I mean Claire could run. Yeah. So I mean they could get you know twelve years out of it, not fucking twenty or whatever that. You know, yeah. He said. I, oh, it got me so high. Yeah. I think my was, favorite part was when they were walking down. It looked like something in like the House of Representatives, and he knocks the thing out of the guy's hand. Yeah. I was like, damn. He's such yeah. a badass. He's he's about to get real cutthroat this season. Yeah. Honestly, he looks like he's becoming a dictator. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So um, it's, it's I don't hate it's, it. It's it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Um <clears throat> so we talked when we saw this trailer, we were texting back and forth. Um 
what do you think his fate will be? So yeah. we were talking, do, we both didn't know the answer, but we were questioning whether this one was going to be the last season. Right. Here's my thing. If it is the last season, I think Frank goes down eventually yeah, in the end. I think at some point. They're I gonna, think that Frank, has to be the end game. Frank, yeah, Frank has to go down at some point. Everything's got to catch up to him, um, whether that's jail, whether I could almost see it where like he gets busted with everything and then he just dies once he like loses power. Oh, like, I don't know if I'd like that. You know what I mean? Though, I, like, I'd rather like, him just go to prison. Like, but he wouldn't technically it, go to prison. He'd or go whatever. to like house arrest and live still a pretty comfortable life. Um, so I. I he, I think the end game's got to be he goes down. But we think there might be another season. So yeah, I if would it's not, if this isn't the last season, if he'll go on. This season does really well. I feel like they got to do six seasons. Maybe the sixth season he's reflecting on some stuff, writing a book or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. There's a lot of ways they can go. And another quick, I just thought of this. So I want to bring it up um, in the trailer when it looks like Claire's walking by and someone like pulls her. I don't think that's Frank. Yeah. So I think be. something could happen there. So what, this is just came to me. What if she gets the power? They end up breaking up, and then they're like button heads. Like how, yeah, I mean, how they crazy were, would that be? They've been button heads the whole last exactly. season, and even a little bit the season before. So, I mean, anything can happen. Uh, this is an incredible show. It's, it's one of the most unpredictable shows. Top three for me. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. So I'm I'm super pumped, um, and just excited that it's going to be. As good as I think it will be. Hell yeah. Uh, do you think it'll cover real life issues like the last season? Some. Um, hard to say. Um, like, do you think there'll be I think a they'll Trump? Almost, I think they'll almost try to stay away. Make I a point so. to stay I away I think from so, it. too. I think so, too. Uh, the only kind of weird thing that I noticed was, obviously, the storyline is still set in 2016. So that... It's kind of different and weird because last year it almost matched right up to what was happening in the real-life election, you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But super excited for that. May 30th, it's going to be great. Um, House of Cards on Netflix, go check it out. Um, So we talked about Josh Gad a little bit earlier. Um, Rumors are spreading that Josh Gad may play the Penguin in the upcoming Batman standalone movie, uh, he he randomly tweeted a picture of the comic version of the Penguin on May 2nd. And then, of course, the Internet did what the Internet do. And the rumors picked up about him possibly playing the role in the upcoming Batman standalone. Um, so my question is, do you think this would work? And would you oh, yeah. think he'd play a good Penguin? Oh, yeah. Josh Gad's phenomenal. I, I think he could, he could make the Penguin a really... Because who was was Danny DeVito, the yep. Penguin, the original, and super weird. Too. He was weird and like a, a creepy type yeah. Penguin. He could be like actual, just like you know what we saw was every Joker's always been kind of like the funny actual like Joker. Yeah, and then they spun it, and Heath Ledger was really super serious. Yeah, like, like dark. Yeah, like creepy ass. I'd like Joker. I'd like him to be dark. Josh Gad. You think so? See, I don't know. You'd if, like him but, to be funny? Yeah, just because Josh Gad's not is a funny. dark guy. Sure. You know, let him be what he's going to be. Because that's, that's the role he could excel in. That's uh, fair. And make it unique, mm. you know? Um, just because Danny DeVito was kind of dark. Yeah. He was kind of twisted. You're right. Yeah, you know? I also heard with with these rumors, um, rewrites are happening, I think, as we speak with this. Or not even rewrites. They're 
compiling the script basically right now. And I heard they went back and possibly put in because they weren't because originally I don't know if you remember uh, originally Ben Affleck randomly tweeted out uh, clips of it looked like the character named Deathstroke, mm-hmm. which uh, I think have he has parallels with Deadpool a little bit, but more in a villain aspect, obviously in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so initially we thought that Deathstroke was going to be the villain. And then when I was reading a little bit about Josh Gad and him possibly being the Penguin, I saw that rewrites possibly put in the Joker, Penguin, and Deathstroke. So would that be oversaturated, or what do you think about that? Yeah, I feel like since this Batman series is still so close to, like, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns, all that stuff, I feel like they're going to stay away from the Joker. Okay, okay. So, I mean... I, I personally, me, I don't know if we'll see the Joker in the standalone, but I think eventually he, he has to come back so? because of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because they have to tie it in something. Yeah. I mean, that makes And I would sense. be okay to see, like, maybe say Will Smith or Margot Robbie. And we also have the stand, not the standalone, but the, uh, the oh, Gotham City Sirens, I believe it's called, which is mm. the all female villain movie, which, Lovely. yeah, how, I don't know how that'll do, but it's supposed to be. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. It's supposed to be someone being a new Catwoman and then maybe Poison Ivy too. Hmm. So weird, but they're just, they're playing, they're putting so much, so many cards into these villains. It's going to be weird to see how they incorporate them in these, you know, standalone movies for the Justice League characters. Yeah, they're trying to do too many, like, group movies. Yeah, they're trying like, to catch up with Marvel, and it's so yeah, blatantly obvious. Take it's your time. So bad. Yeah. At this point, take your time and do it right exactly. rather than rush and fuck it up. If they if they lose with this Batman movie, yeah, there's no true. hope for them, yeah, no, which true. is very sad because I love DC. I love Batman. Yeah. He's my favorite superhero out of them, oh, yeah, them all. Absolutely. DC's so, got better characters to work with and they're still fucking I think up. I think they have darker characters and I also think they have better villains. So yeah. they have that going for them. And I just, I want to see them Superman. win. Those are literally the two biggest superheroes. Superheroes. Yeah. I I I want to see them win. I hope I hope they get one with this Batman movie, but we don't even know when it's coming out, so uh so who knows. Uh let's move on a little bit. Um do you want to for, I'll just ask you quickly. Have you seen Unbreakable or Split? No. Okay. Um, so I'll just kind of just say this. So apparently um, M. Night Shyamalan announced that there will be a sequel to both Unbreakable and Split that will round out the trilogy. So ba- basically those two movies are connected, and there's going to be a third movie that intertwines them all. Apparently Bruce Willis made a very brief cameo in Split. I have not seen the movie. Which one's Split? Split was that movie with uh, James McAvoy where he has the shaved head and he kidnaps the girls. He has a bunch of personalities. Yes. Which one's Unbreakable? I don't I feel like I've seen Unbreakable, um, but I feel like I've seen it in a a high school class or something, but I don't really remember it. I know it has Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson, um, and both of them are set to be in this third movie. Um, I just thought it was very interesting how he announced that all of them intertwine and there will be like a sequel to both of them. Um, mm-hmm. I just that kind of blew my mind. I didn't know if you've seen those, and yeah. I, so yeah. Um, 
And then another quick brief little thing. Will Smith is circling the role as the genie in the live action remake of Aladdin. So that could be. That'd be really interesting. That would be pretty cool. So, yeah. All right. Um, let's move into some music. So uh, it's been a couple weeks, maybe a week and a half. Kendrick Lamar dropped Damn, the album. Um, fucking great. I'll just say that right off the top. We're, we're going to break it down a little bit. I want to get Brandon's thoughts. Uh, if you heard the Hip Hop Roundtable podcast, I gave a lot of uh, Kendrick Lamar talk, so you may be sick of me, but I want to get Brandon's takes. Uh, Damn sold over 600,000 units the first week. Uh, K-Dot nabbed his third number one album, and just today it broke that the album is now certified platinum in less than three weeks. So uh, this album did pretty well. Um, so my question to you, I mean, I just want to get your thoughts on this album. What were your initial thoughts after, you know, just one listen? Yeah, uh, it was, I thought, pretty much what we thought it would be. Yeah. Um, it, it was kind of dark. It was... Well, remember how I tried to predict with Dizzle? Yeah. Honestly, that's what I felt like we got, Dizzle. Yeah. I'm... I mean, can you kind of see that a little yeah, bit? Or... absolutely. It, it was everything we thought. It was political. It was race racially charged. It was dark. Um it was Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. It was Kendrick Lamar to the core. Um, so there wasn't any big surprises to me. The one thing I will say, I actually thought the U2 song. Yeah. I thought that one actually, like, it, it was pretty good. I ah, was, it was very good. skeptical about it. Yeah. But it, it really kind of shocked me. Um, as far as my favorite song, I think DNA. I don't, I don't even think anybody can question that. I think that It's was, a banger. Yeah, that it's one a banger. just fucking awesome. So, uh, yeah, no, I... I <coughs> I really enjoyed it. I haven't given it the the time it needs yet. Yeah, um, and it takes time. Yeah, there's just a lot, yeah, a lot of shit going on. But, um, so I, I mean, just thoroughly impressed. I think. Okay. You know, it, it was about what we expected as far as like themes. Yeah. Go, um, but Kendrick is just one of the best to do it for sure. Now I know you're not, you know, huge into breaking down music quite like me. I mean, we do it on this podcast, but I know you're not. Yeah, I usually let you and Nikki Boy take that yeah. over. Um, so do you mind me telling you my thoughts on the theme, and then I kind of want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, so if you listen to the Hip Hop Roundtable, you've heard this. I talked about it um, on that one. But so I'll, I'll kind of break it down as briefly as I can. So if you remember in the first song, obviously the blind woman is the main thing in that. And the very first words on that song is, is it wickedness or is it weakness? You decide. And so <clears throat> really, I think those are the two most important questions of the whole album. And I know you're going to laugh and think I'm looking way too into this, and I probably am. But I really do think I'm onto this, uh, the theme. But basically, so is it wickedness or is it weakness? Basically, I interpret that as... I think, so moving back a little bit, I think sin is a very, very relevant and big major topic on this album. So sin. The album is titled Damn. People originally thought that it meant like damn, like, oh my God, my jaws dropped. This album's fucking crazy. But I think of it more as sin or damn as in, you know, you're going to hell. Fucked up. Yeah. Like going to hell. Okay. So is it wickedness? Is it weakness? Is it wickedness meaning, is it just purely sin? Is it weakness meaning, is it your downfall? So I think this 
I think that kind of question is it follows Kendrick Lamar as kind of the dark cloud and the fear. I think fear is the most important song. There is a, a line on the song where it incorporates every single trackless name in the line. I think that's kind of the thesis statement for the album. So that question follows him as his fear. And then I think you go back to that blind woman. I think it represents God and he dies by the hand of God because he gives into his sins. It's hmm. interesting. I mean, Boom. yeah, that's you ain't way. Does that blow there. your mind, yeah, or I mean, am I crazy, or am you I on something? In the music way more than I do. You're right. You're right. So I mean, that's just that is what it is. I, I mean, that's a really interesting theory. Um, and uh, shit sounds good to me. I'll run with it. I like it, my man. All right. Um. So yeah. So and I. So Kendrick Lamar actually. Um, responded to a DJ Booth article basically decoding the whole album. I have not read the entire thing because I like to think my theory is spot on. Um, And from what I've heard from uh, people on the hip-hop podcast, I am pretty close to being spot on. Uh, I may have missed a few things, but um, I'm going to roll with mine. I kind of like that. And uh, so go check out that DJ Booth article where they – talk about Kendrick Lamar responding to them. That pretty much decodes the whole album. So if you're really looking for it, go there. Um, basically, you, I mean, and I think people can interpret, interpret this album multiple ways. Like, right. like you said, I, that, that, like you said, political, racial, religious. I took it religiously. Right. I, I think that's all music, though. Music is yeah. very open for interpretation. I, I to- totally agree. Totally agree. Um, one kind of line that I feel like, you would be interested in kind of talking about uh, Kendrick Lamar calls himself an Israelite. And this, this is kind of, this is kind of going into my theory as well. So on that song fear, mm-hmm. he has, there's two very important voicemails from his cousin, Carl. And basically his cousin, Carl um, quotes some Bible verse. I think it's detrimony or that one. Um, yeah. I, about, wait, what? Are you talking about like a Bible book? Yeah, Bible. Is, it, is that Deuter- what it's called? Deuteronomy? Yeah, that. Deuteronomy? That. that. Yeah. So he quotes that, and he says that basically basically he ties that, a Bible verse from that book, and he kind of puts like a modern-day social spin on it, and he says that the true Israelites are African-American, Native American, and Hispanics, and that they are a cursed people. The, basically, the minorities are a cursed people, and that's why he feels like nobody's praying for him, which is a, a big theme on this album. He always says, ain't nobody praying for me. Um, so that is why I think he calls himself an Israelite. And then obviously in the song, Yah, where he's talking about uh, Geraldo Rivera, w- which we'll talk about in a minute here. But um, he says, don't call me black no more. That word is only a color. It ain't facts no more. I'm an Israelite, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those two voicemails on fear are very important for the theme. Um, and I know you're not a big theme guy. I'm just kind of throwing this all at you. But uh, I just kind of want you to get your take. What do you think on that? Well, it's interesting because, like, one of the, like, I don't know how much you know about it. And I couldn't tell you a whole hell of a lot about it. But there's, a like, the black Israelites claim to be like descendants from original like hebrew times like 
like BC times. Okay. Um, and they're very like almost like black nationalist kind of. Okay. Um, so they're like very religious, but also very racially moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that plays, plays a role in when he's saying yeah. he's an Israelite, but then you talked about uh, I'm not black no more. So that, that makes me think almost okay, he's not really talking about the black Israelites yeah. then. Um, I almost think it goes back it, to that we're cursed people. Yeah, and it could also go back to, I mean, what's Logic talking about? Yeah, you know, I was that, just about to that say. That we're all technically come from people of color. Yeah, um, we're all rooted in the same. Right, so maybe that's his point. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. You can take it a million different ways, yeah. and you probably come up with a good theory to prove that right. So uh, it's, it's, it's hard to say. This is one of those things where almost I wish rappers would do a big-ass interview. Where they, they drop everything? But not like, I'm not saying drop an album and then, oh, by the way, here's my interview where I go through every single song, de- like detail everything. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. I'm saying drop the, song, the album. Let people get their own interpretation. Yeah. Let people enjoy it. Come up with their own theories. But then wait a few months and be like, hey, this, listen, um, on this song, this is what I was trying to do. Sure. That's why I love, um, is it Zane Lowe? Yeah. When Beats he, one. Yeah, he always interviews rappers and does, like, their whole album, and they go song by song. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to listen to because that's when you get to see, like, what the rappers are, are, are trying to do with each song, how it connects, what, what they were trying to, you know, if what they're trying to challenge, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things, and you just get a different perspective, and it's truly their perspective. And another thing about that is it's okay if your perspective or your theory is different from what theirs is. Mm-hmm. It's music. It's yeah. open for interpretation. It's I not, agree. this is what I'm rapping. You have to take it this way. So this is what I'm rapping. Take it however you may. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think, you know, makes rap music so so special. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, now, I know you're a political guy. Uh, do you want to take a crack at Geraldo Rivera's uh, comments on blood and DNA. Basically, um, he's talking about. So, Kendrick is this Lamar, the Fox guy? Yeah. Okay. So, basically, Kendrick Lamar um, performed "All Right," the song from "To Pimp a Butterfly" on the BET Awards. I don't know the date, but basically, the the country was in a lot of turmoil with the police shootings mm-hmm. and all of that going on. Um, Basically, I think Kendrick Lamar performed that song on top of a a cop car on in on the BT Awards, yeah. and obviously the whole conservative wing they did not like that. And then he spoke out on it, um, basically saying that he thinks, quote him, not me, um, he believes that hip hop has done more damage to young African Americans than racism in recent years. So I know you're a political guy. We don't have to get political here, right. but I didn't know if you want to take a crack at that. I just want to talk about what that statement says and what that statement could even possibly mean. Black people suffer more from hip hop than they do from racism. Boil that down to the core of how fucking idiotic that statement is. I know, right? <laughs> rap music, yeah, it does sometimes it insinuate Violence. bad things. Yes, Absolutely. but it comes down to parenting in my mind, man. But I don't even think it has to do with parenting. It just has to take separate music from real life. I that that too. When, when Eminem talks about raping women, does that mean Eminem's a rapist? No, it doesn't. He has, Eminem's he not has, even a criminal. He's had right. 
Uh, he's he had run-ins with the law little, little with, bit, you know, I mean, his wife yeah, and stuff like line's that. Line's a little blurry, but that doesn't mean he goes around raping whoever he wants. Yeah. It, he it, does it for to push the envelope. separate music from real life. Yeah. I mean, it's just idiotic how... But the thing is... And it's punditry everywhere. It's not just Fox News. It's everywhere. Punditry is so fucking stupid. They try to analyze every little thing and make it into something different. How do you even... Like, think about that statement. You can't actually measure what racism does versus what fucking rap music does. I mean, that... What what about the rap music that inspires black people or African Americans exactly. to do bigger and better? I would what even if, go as if, far to say to Pimp a Butterfly did that. Yeah, and, and think about it this way. How many African Americans are have made millions of dollars off rap music? So what if rap music never existed? Then what? It, it gives you different outlets. It, it, yeah. it does so many more positive things than the negative. And I you know, Jay Cole goes out and, and does he, – he marches with people in Ferguson. He walked the streets. I mean, these people do so much for their communities mm-hmm. that, man, that stuff just – That statement just, pisses you off? Yeah, because yeah. it's just it, – it's ignorance. Yeah. It's fucking just igno- – It's boil all for that, TV ratings, Boil that man, statement it, down. It's annoying. It's ignorance. And I, I'm a fucking privileged white guy. I, I leave no doubt about that. What uh, is he African American? Geraldo? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Mexican or exactly. something. <laughs> so how, who are you to talk about the yeah. African American community in that way? Mm-hmm. You don't like you. You don't know it till you've done it. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it just it just irritates me. I didn't mean to get your blood boiling. No, it, it is what it is. <laughs> that right. doesn't take much for me to go off. You know, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, all right, so. One, I guess, couple, couple quick more takes on this album, then we'll move on. Uh, how crazy did you think the true story on Duckworth was? Basically, it's about Kendrick's dad, Ducky, and uh, Top Dog. Basically, the I don't know his exact title for Top Dog Entertainment, but he I don't know if he's the manager, CEO, president, but basically he's a higher up at the the uh, label. Basically, they met at, I believe it was a KFC, and uh, Top Dog was like a thug back in the day, and he basically spared Ducky, Kendrick's dad, and then later on in life, obviously, Kendrick Lamar happens and um, becomes the best rapper in the game today, and now they're together, and it's just coincidence, and it was just, honestly, I said it on the hip-hop podcast, uh, basically, I think this is one of the best storytelling songs that I can think of um, in a long time. Uh, Another one that I can think of off the top that competes with it is uh, a couple, I guess, Stan. That's not a true story, but it's a great story. Storytelling. Storytelling wise, I believe it's great. And then another one I can think of off the top is uh, Royce the Five Nine with um, Tabernacle where he talks about how he met uh, Eminem on the same day as his grandma died and his son was born, all in one day. Um, so storytelling-wise, I think it, that song is crazy. That's I also crazy. love how he kind of played it back where uh, um, if he would have got shot, he goes, and I die in a gunfight, and then it reverses back, and it does uh, DNA that I got, I got, I got, and it goes back to so I was taking a walk the other day. I really like how he play that out and i thought just well done um 
Here's another question that I didn't write this down, but uh, do you think that dam is better than Topimba Butterfly? I think it's too early to say, but yeah. what do you do? You think it has well, potential to be? I mean, you, I know how high you were on Topimba Butterfly. Yeah. To be honest, I probably haven't given that the the time that it Which truly one? deserves Topimba Butterfly. Okay. Um, and Topimba Butterfly wasn't for me. Like, it's I, not for everybody. I readily admit that. Like, yeah. that's not. That wasn't my type of sure. music that I'm going to listen to a lot. Damn was more of your time. Yeah. yeah. So damn for me um, is better. But yeah. that. But I say that knowing that it's just mainly because to Pippa Butterfly, I, I, that's he wasn't trying to get that one for me. You yeah. know what I mean? No, so. that's that's fair. And I think, I think Kendrick knows that to Pippa Butterfly wasn't for him. Right. And, yeah. and that the point of that album wasn't. To feed it to the masses and yeah. say everybody like it. Exactly. That, that wasn't the point. So I agree. I agree. Um, I'm honestly, with this third album being how great as it is, I think I'm ready to put Kendrick in the top five all time. All time. Still a little early for me, but I, I, I think he solidified that he is the greatest rapper right now. Okay. I, that's fair. I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, did you get your hopes at all up for the two album theory? No, nah, I I don't really pay much attention to to Twitter. It's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I mean it's just it would have been cool. Yeah, and I there mean, were a lot about, of evidence. Yeah, there was, but also we all thought Future was going to drop three albums yeah. in three weeks, and so I mean, you know, I I just kind of I take everything with a grain of salt on that. So. Uh, we know how you feel about release dates. Yeah, <laughs> so I just, I'm very skeptical of a lot of things. Right, rappers that's fair. Do. That's fair. All right, uh, moving on, and I this will be very brief. You know how much uh, a Logic fan I am, but uh, we really broke it down in the last podcast and previewed it. Um, this album comes out tomorrow. I am fucking so excited. I think this album. I don't want to say. I mean, I know it will change lives. Just you know being the fact that his fan base um just clings onto his music like they do and it's grow it's growing like tremendously oh yeah he he is his fan base is getting bigger by the day um just just for example the the 1800 number for the national suicide hotline things like that where mm-hmm. he talks about I haven't listened to that song yet um but that 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 alone will change some lives. It'll help some people, and uh, I just think it's cool. I I think that the message that we, f- from what we know at least, what it will be. I think that this needs to be heard by the masses, and I will, I'll give my obviously I'll give my take on it once I've heard it tomorrow. But really excited about that one. Um, so there's that. Uh, one thing I did want to say before we move on. Um, I like I said I know we previewed it, previewed this album on our last podcast but I have a developing story for you. I randomly searched J Cole on my Genius app on my phone and I found something a little interesting. Yeah, what's that? So, search J Cole and what popped up was pretty fucking cool. You scroll down a little bit and it alphabetically gives you the songs that J. Cole is on and that he are his own songs and Africarian. The song the last song on everybody popped up with a little asterisk. I click on it and it said lyrics to be posted on May fifth. Mm. So I don't know, are we in for a little surprise tomorrow on Africarian? Wasn't he on uh, the Album artwork? He was on the album artwork. He was not listed as a feature, but I don't know. It's a 12-minute song, Africarian. 
That sounds like J. Cole. So, um, and I think we did predict. I remember I asked you, I was like, we're going to predict. Is there a J. Cole feature? And I think you said, fuck it. Yeah, there will be. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. So I did tweet this out on the Are You Entertained account on Twitter. um, And some guy got back to me. It actually got a lot of hits. I was pretty excited about that. Um, Some guy who pre-ordered the album got back to me. And he said that once you pre-order the album, you right-click on the song, go to Get Info, right-click on the song, and you scroll down or something, and apparently this guy claims that he's a producer on the song. Very, very well maybe true. I just, for a 12-minute song called Africarian, both of them are biracial. It shows up on the Genius app. I don't know, man. How pissed would you be if J. Cole just, like, talked for a minute? Damn, I would be a little salty. I won't lie. I'd be a little butter. Um, but another thing, I, I think we might have talked about this on the last, last podcast, but I want to get a day before with all this anticipation, I want to get your take here. So um, if you zoom in to the very, the, the front, the front middle of the album cover, it has a six that looks very similar to Drake's Summer 16 logo. Um, I did the same thing with Drake. I looked up him on the Genius app, and unfortunately, Africarian did not show up on him. But I'm just saying, both of them are biracial. It's a 12-minute song. Leaves enough room for some hidden features. I'm just saying, could happen. You never know. You heard it here first if it did happen, motherfuckers. Um, so, who knows? I'm really excited about this album, man. It's going to be crazy. Uh, have you listened to... So, there's been three songs that have... Um, are the singles who have, that have dropped already. Right. Everybody, the, the title track, Black Spider-Man, and the National Suicide Prevention Line. Um, I have not listened to the songs just because I want to... I'm weird like that, and I want to take in the album as a whole... Uh, but have you listened to any of them? Yeah, so I've actually had like Black Spider-Man on my phone for like what feels like a month, and I have still yet to listen to it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've so heard. I, I haven't listened to any of them. I've heard really good things. Um, so the dude Isaac Beal, who I did uh, the hip hop podcast with, um, he basically said that um, he say he said he gets to Pimp a Butterfly vibes, which makes me even more excited. Um, I asked Nick Bushenik, who will eventually be on the hip hop podcast with me. I asked him to describe it in one word. He said, holy. So mm. could be very interesting. Um, we were talking about this off air a little bit. Uh, I got my hardcover deluxe version with the 44 page booklet and I'm waiting for it to be shipped. Uh, I'm really at a crossroads cause I want to get it and I want to listen to it as soon as it comes out, um, in the morning. But, um, I don't know. I kind of want to wait for, you know, it to be in my hands, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The The digital deluxe version comes with the documentary, so I might have to uh, dabble in that a little bit. So I uh, might wet the beak on that one a little bit. Uh, so moving on a little bit, uh, the Fire Festival. Have you heard about this at all? Just like Do you know much and, about it? Just bits and pieces. I don't know a ton about it, so we don't have to spend a ton of time on it. But from my understanding... Uh, these people thought they were going to get like this big concert vacation type thing in the Bahamas. Ja Rule was somehow involved. Uh, I guess some other real people and companies were promoting this concert on an island in the Bahamas or something. And I guess uh, I guess they got schemed out of their money. I guess these people thought like Migos, Lil Yachty, um, people like that were performing. They got duped 
and uh, fake pictures of like hot ass Instagram models were making out and luxurious hotels and beaches were promoting it. And uh, shit's just crazy. Twitter had a heyday with it when it came out that it was a fake. Um, I don't know. Weren't people like rioting and like? Were they? I, I don't even know. So. I mean, I think it got pretty bad. And I think uh, Ja Rule is hit with a million dollar lawsuit. Um, I I don't know much about this. I won't lie, but I just I didn't know if you did. And I you, wanted you to probably won't be able to afford that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, ja Rule, who knows? All right, let's move into uh, sports. Your cup of tea. Um, the NFL draft uh, recently happened. And uh, let's let's I'll reel off the top ten, and then we can kind of talk about some other notable picks and all that. Uh, so the top ten, number one, um, Texas A&M defensive end Miles Garrett went to the Browns. Number two, North Carolina quarterback Mitchell Trubisky went to the Bears. Number three, Stanford DN Solomon Thomas went to the 49ers. Number four, LSU running back Leonard Fournette went to the Jags. Number five, Western Michigan receiver Corey Davis went to the Titans. Number six, LSU safety Jamal Adams went to the Jets. Number seven, Clemson wide receiver Mike Williams went to the Chargers. Number eight, Stanford running back Christian McCaffrey went to the Panthers. Number nine, Washington receiver John Ross, the 4-2-2-40 guy. Went to the Bengals and number ten, rounding it off. Your boy, your boy, Texas Tech quarterback Patrick Mahomes went to the Chiefs. Dumb. Break it down. What do you think here? Um, so we'll just go kind of in order. Sure. Garrett, no brainer. I wouldn't have taken him number one. Um, I would have taken Jalen Adams, the safety. Really that fell all the way to six. Um, the Bears trading up one pick. Yeah, that was the dumbest fucking move to get. And then the 49ers ended up getting who they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking, it made no sense. And this is what I said. I forgot to who, but there's a reason that when you look at this top 10, so many of these teams pick in the top 10 because they draft like a bunch of fucking idiots. (laughs) And when you draft like idiots, you're going to be bad for a long time. The Bears, I don't think, have a single player on their team that was drafted in like 2010 or 2011 or 2012. Really? That's fucking embarrassing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. I mean, and Trubisky, like, maybe he'll I don't be, foresee him panning Maybe out. the best he'll be is an average quarterback that hangs around for 10 years. Yeah. That's the number two pick. Next year's NFL draft class is loaded with really good quarterbacks. Suck this year. Get a really good player, yeah. and then draft a good quarterback next year. Oh my God, teams are stupid. I hate <laughs> that. And the Browns were doing that. The Browns were like, "Listen, we're gonna fucking suck. Who cares? We're gonna take really good talent, make our defense." They good. honestly got some good picks. And then next year we'll take Sam Darnold. But then they took, I think, Kaiser in like the third round. But yeah. even that, I mean, that's not a bad pick because he's got the tools to be a star quarterback, yeah. and he doesn't have to play right away. Yeah. Um. Would you say the 49ers won the draft? Uh between them and the 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 Browns. Okay. I think uh the two top the two worst teams um had a really good draft. The 49ers took a hit from me when they traded up to get CJ Beathard in yeah. the round. And this is coming from a diehard Hawkeye fan. Beathard, I think he'll be a better quarterback in the NFL than people give him credit for, but he wasn't a third rounder and yeah. I don't think anybody was going to take him in the third round. So that one surprised me a lot. But yeah, uh the Browns had an outstanding draft, getting Garrett, getting Jabril Peppers, who I think is 
going to be just a stud whatever position he plays. Uh-huh. I think Kaiser was a really good value pick because okay. it was like third round. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have a ton of draft picks for next year as well. I really like what the Browns are doing. Uh, the two drafts that I thought were like kind of weird, the Titans, they took um, Corey, Corey Davis. Davis with the fifth pick, and then they took Adoree Jackson also in the first round. Two guys that are like good, but I wouldn't say are great players. Yeah. yeah. So I, that surprised me. And then by far the dumbest decision of the draft that made no fucking logical sense, even worse than the Trubisky draft pick, was the Chiefs trading up 22 fucking spots. Uh, was it 22? I thought something it was like that. 17. Something, something. Yeah. To get fucking Patrick Mahomes, who went to Iowa State and got <laughs> beat 66 to 10. And if you watch that game, looked like he was fucking hammered like he would have blown a two-point did he get hurt that game though i don't not not till late if he did okay and you watch that game and you watch some of the throws he made and it was literally like i don't think that's their starting quarterback like that's gotta be like their backup must be hurt too that's funny like that's how bad he was and it wasn't just that listen name me one good texas tech quarterback in the that went on to the nfl and had success you fucking can't because there haven't been any. That's a terrible system when it comes to translating from college to pro. So what do you do? Andy Reid drafts him. Andy Reid's really, really good with quarterbacks. But what does Andy Reid need? He runs a really heavy pro offense where everything is about read, 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 read. Patrick Mahomes has never read shit in his life because it's just a wide open offense where throw here, throw here, throw here. I, I, I do not get it. Also, they're a playoff team where maybe one or two big pieces put you over the yeah, edge and instead yeah. of losing in the fucking wild card game every year, you win a playoff game or two. I don't. So care. now, I mean, they're basically saying that Alex Smith is not the future. Obviously, Yeah, they're right? saying, you, you know, Alex, you got one, two years. Yeah. And then we're going to Mahomes. I, I, it didn't make sense. You skipped over one that I thought you were going to talk about a little bit though uh number eight yeah Christian McCaffrey to the Panthers I I tweeted and that was before Deshaun Watson got drafted to the Texans but I'll stick with it okay Christian McCaffrey will be the rookie of the year over Leonard Fournette over Corey Davis um the only person that I do worry a little bit about is Deshaun Watson because Watson I I went to the Texans yeah I I thought he'd go to the Browns um the Texans is a really good fit for him uh now I don't know if he'll start right away yeah um so a lot of might, talent surrounding McCaffrey, him, so yeah. Um, but the way the 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 Panthers use their offense, they run it like a very college offense. Um, they're going to throw the running back the ball. He's going to return. Um, he's going to get a lot of touches. People are they're going to run the read option, and people are going to focus more on Cam Newton than they are. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. It'll be a fun little combo yeah. to watch. Uh, so I think that was a great draft pick, um, and I'm pretty excited to see what he can do for sure. He breaks that stereotypical white running back. Yeah. Like, so I, I love that. Yeah, it's going to be I cool. I think that'll be cool. It will be. Um, some other notable picks. You talked about it. Deshaun Watson went to the Texans. Uh, Jabril Peppers went to the Browns. Another fairly good pick, despite the diluted sample bullshit. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser went to the Browns. Joe Mixon. Yeah, the, let's talk about this first. Okay, yeah. Deshaun Mixon. Went, Joe or, Mixon. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, Joe Mixon went to the Bengals. Uh, he had the domestic violence thing. Yeah, Go where everybody it. was on video. It was one of the most brutal, brutal videos. Brutal, I, it was right up there with the Ray Rice, oh, yeah. I think. <clears throat> um, he couldn't have gone to a 
better slash worse. Yeah. Like that's the perfect way to put it because nobody known to nobody get those type else of people, was right? going to take Joe Mixon except for who the fucking Bengals. Yeah. Why? Because they're a team full of criminals. <laughs> like literally, I would bet like fifty percent of their roster has spent the night in jail. <laughs> like it is so fucking ridiculous. This was the most obvious thing. Oh, Joe Max- Mixon got drafted by who? The Bengals probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's like, it. <laughs> fucking. At what point does the NFL just be like, listen, this is such a bad look yeah. that we are not allowing you guys to like make him ineligible, suspend him for a fucking year, do something. But but it's the so, NFL has dropped the ball. It's so hypocritical when man. it comes to domestic violence. Yes. Yeah. Because they they talk about they have the, all those commercials with all the NFL players No like, more. So, exactly. No more. But then then they let this no happen. More. They you know, they only suspend Ray Rice for what well, they did. Well, first it was indefinitely, that. and then it was exactly. like no suspension. That whole was four thing. games. You know, they just need to set a rule in place and follow it and be and stern about it. But they're just—it's it's a it's terrible just, look for the NFL. Yeah. They don't know how to handle it. It's a slippery it. slope. They've dropped the ball on it, and it's only going to get worse. It is. It is. And it's a shame <clears throat> because there's no excuse for a man to put his hands on a woman. You're right, especially when you are a professional athlete. That is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's fucking trash, is what it, it is. is. Yeah. Um, all right. So Dalvin Cook went to the Vikings as the running back out of Florida State, yep. and then uh, I thought this one was pretty funny. Uh, Chad yeah. Kelly, Mister Irrelevant, yeah. went to the Broncos. Probably the most high. I know, right? Like, uh, like uh, high profile. Yes, uh, Mister Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. Um, I bet he's probably embarrassed by that. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the whole thing with Mia uh, Mia Wallace, the, Mia Khalifa, or whatever the fuck yeah, her name the porn is? Star. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have known that right away. <laughs> she uh, uh, she gunned his life, bro. Yeah, because she's a big Florida State fan, and he kept sliding into her DMs. And then Florida State and Ole Miss played at the beginning of yeah. last year, so. Uh, did you see he was like napping during the draft? Oh, I he, did like, see. Fell asleep. <laughs> he was yeah. snoozing. But hey, he goes to a really good situation with the Broncos. I mean, shit, he could be their starting quarterback. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting there. Um, all right, so we talked about we talked about either the Browns or the 49ers having the yes. best draft. Uh, is there a team that you thought yeah, was the clear cut worst? The Chiefs had a terrible draft. Okay. The Bears had the Bears had a really bad draft. So I didn't like what the Rams did very much. And then the Titans, I can't say they had the worst or like were bad, but they have the most I think unknown draft. Like they okay. just took a bunch of pieces that like may or may not pan out. Yeah. If they do, they're a home run picks. If they don't. They're going to look back on that draft and be like, damn, we really dropped the ball. For sure. Um, were you happy with your Cowboys? Yeah, uh, loved what the Cowboys did. Now, they, I talked about the Bengals getting a domestic violence pick. So did the Cowboys I think in the, the third round. did, too. I, um, something. Granted, that one's still get, going to court. Yeah. Um, so that has, that's, that's all allegedly. Yeah. Um, Jordan Lewis is a good player. Um, then they got, I can't pronounce his name, in the second round, the corner from Colorado that is going to be a stud. Um, and then Taco Char- Carlton. Taco. And Taco. then actually probably my second favorite college football player, Ryan Switzer, the little receiver from North Carolina. I was so excited when the Cowboys drafted him. He's a fucking stud. Nice. Um, I wouldn't say I was disappointed with the Ravens draft. but They had a weird draft. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember how many in a row they went. It took like four def- straight. Was it four, three or four like straight? Yeah. But it was all defense. And I really thought going in yeah. that they needed like an offensive playmaker. Yeah. They didn't really address that. Um, this was a, we'll see. This was a down year for receivers, I thought. Um, 
in the draft. Yeah. And so that really hurt the Ravens because they needed a receiver. Yeah, exactly. They could have still tried to get a running back. I mean, Dalvin Cook, a Dalvin was, Cook there. was there. I know. I was kind of um, pissed about that. You know. Who knows? So it, it's I, tough. I, I don't know. I, I truly do think, and this is, I, I don't think this is me being a homer. I mean, I love the Ravens, but I really do think they could be like a sneaky good team next yeah, year. Yeah. I, I think the Ravens. The Ravens are what they are. I mean, yeah. they're consistent. If anything else, um, they're going to contend. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, like to give a quick shout out to uh, Dowling Boys. More, yeah. more so your boys than my, my boys. boys but so. I mean, I know them too a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Mara Darbo got drafted by the Seahawks, and then Matthew Hawk got picked up. Uh, I don't think he got drafted, he drafted, but he signed as a free agent yeah. to the Dolphins. Very, very cool. Yeah. So um, Mara's my boy. Um, Played basketball with him since I was in the third grade. It yeah. was so cool. Third round pick. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Mars got one of the coolest background stories mm-hmm. of probably anybody in the draft. Yeah. Originally born in Sierra Leone, Africa. Um, parents died in civil war over there pretty harshly. Um, he came over as a refugee to Des Moines. Um, and then my third grade basketball coach ended up adopting him. They lived. He lived with him. Grew up. He actually, our first game of high school football my freshman year, we played Des Moines East, and Amara did not play because Amara did not go out for football. So he did. Wow. We had to like go get him and be like, "Yo, you have to yeah, play football," because he was a really good basketball player. Yeah. Um, and he stuck with it, made himself into a Division One football player at Michigan, and now he's an NFL player. Yeah. Um, I could see him. Doing something. Yeah, I mean, I I'm ho- he gets, I hope for the best for him. He gets to play with Russell Wilson and Richard Sherman. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I actually texted him yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Did you get a response? Congrats. Yeah, he said thanks. That's awesome. Um, thanks, brother. Brother. So, um, yeah. Maybe maybe uh, once he gets his you know settled a little bit, yeah. I, I think it'd be cool to get yeah, him on just for a little bit, yeah. maybe. Um. So yeah, I'm really pumped for him. Um. And then Matthew Hawk, who I've known since I was like, yeah. Eight. I mean, we used to I play mean, baseball. Yeah. And everything. I mean, we've known him forever. Uh, I and I haven't really talked to him much at all um, since he went off to college, um, but he punted at Arizona State. I think he was the number one punter in the draft. Oh, really? I said, um, and he got signed with the Dolphins. Which My Math- da- Matthew Hawk's best friend is Jake Cassidy, who we yeah. both know. Jake Cassidy is a diehard Dolphins fan. Oh, that's right. I so, saw. Him, yeah, I so, saw him on Facebook something. About yeah, that. so I know Jake is pissing himself with joy. <laughs> so uh, really cool. Congrats to Matt. Congrats to Mara. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, they, they tear it up. For sure. Uh, really cool stuff. Um, yeah, so moving on from the NFL a little bit, uh, obviously the NBA playoffs are going on. The NHL playoffs are going on. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't really been – I haven't had the time to pay attention to really either of them. I'm, I'm one of those guys who doesn't really pay attention to NBA playoffs until really the finals. Yeah. Um, it just is what it is. I know you're an NHL guy. Do you want to – Touch on either of those, um, some storylines or anything. Uh, my Blackhawks got swept in yeah. the first round yeah. by the Preds. Salty. It, was, it was just really shocking. Yeah. Um, they were the number one seed and lost to the eight. Um, it looks like the Penguins are on a march. They're up 3-1 on the Caps right now. Um, the Ducks are in the Oilers are tied 4-3 in the West, which is a really good series. The winner of that series will probably play the Predators, who beat the Blackhawks. Yeah. They're up 3-1 on the Blues. And then the Rangers play, or actually, they look like they might win tonight to tie the series against the Ottawa Senators. So, um, so are, so it'll probably be. Is it the semis right now? No, or it's the quarters. Quarters. Okay. So there's eight teams left right now. Okay. Um, looking like I would say 
Um, the Penguins out of the East. And look, Sidney Crosby, he got hurt, right? Yeah, he got a concussion, but he skated today, so he okay. might be back pretty soon. But I would say right now I would lean towards going Penguins versus Predators in the finals. Cool. would be pretty interesting. There you go. Um, NBA-wise, uh, it's what you expect. The Cavs are on a mission. They're blowing everybody out. Although Isaiah Thomas is making some headlines, yeah, right? Yeah, the Celtics, the Celtics are looking good against a really good Wizards team. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't heard anything about what Isaiah Thomas has gone through the past week or two, his check sister? that out. Yeah, his sister died um, in a car accident. Really? Um, Damn. On, and then that night they had a game. Yeah. Um, and then the next day he had to fly out to her funeral. And then... Last night or two nights ago, it was her birthday, oh. and he dropped fifty three points in the. Yeah, I I, I kind of uh, caught his like post game yeah. comments, and he's like, "Might as well play as hard as I can for her." That, yeah. that was really cool. I, I, I that's that. one of those things that it's you can't even fathom doing yeah. that. Um, but honestly, for for someone that plays like that. It's almost got to be a relief to be able to go out and play basketball. Yeah, because that's probably your three hours of the day where. You know, you're not thinking about sure. it. Sure. Um, but just unbelievable story over there. And then in the West, the Warriors are tearing it up. And then actually the Rockets killed the Spurs in game one. Spurs came back last night and won game two. So the Rockets-Spurs series could be pretty interesting. And Tony Parker's out for the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that. saw that. So you never know. So do you, I think, I mean, think, do you think the Warriors have it, or do you think they're going to get some pushback? Or I, I think the Rockets-Spurs winner will give the Warriors a tough series, yeah. maybe six games. Um, and I think the Celtics will give the Cavs a tough series, okay. maybe six, maybe seven. Yeah. Um, but I still think it will be Warriors-Cavs. Do you have a prediction there? We'll save it. We'll save it. <laughs> we'll like save it. it for when Nicky Boy's here. True, true, true. Um, some quick hits here. Adrian Peterson is a saint. I don't think we predicted that one on the last podcast. No, I think we were going. Did more... you see my tweet about that? No, I didn't. So Shefty was like, "Yeah, uh, Adrian Peterson is a saint." And I was like, "Depends on who you ask." <laughs> yeah, actually, that's hilarious. That's pretty funny. Uh, I remember on the last podcast, I think we were talking maybe the Packers, or the Patriots. Yeah. So I honestly, as of late, it came I out didn't. Of nowhere, yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, Marshawn Lynch is a Raider as well. Um, we kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I would say kinda... Adrian Peterson, that's a weird situation. They drafted a really good running back, uh, Kamara from Tennessee. They also have Mark Ingram. Yeah. Adrian Peterson does not catch the ball well out of the backfield. I don't know how they're going to use him. So I don't know. That's, yeah. that's an iffy and pick. They have a shitty defense, right? I mean, if yeah. they had a defense, yeah, they, had a, they could be defense. pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible defense. Um, um, as far as Marshawn Lynch goes, I like it. I think he's a perfect Oakland Raider. Yeah, I I agree. And uh, some other news. I don't think it deserves the the newsworthiness that it's been getting. So we put it last. Uh, Aaron Hernandez hung himself in prison. Uh, do you have any sympathy? Do you think he did this for financial reasons? Uh, there are reports that he could have been gay. Do you think that's true? Do you think CTE has anything to do with it? Yeah. A lot of these fucking rumors. What do you think here? Yeah, it's hard to scramble through it all yeah. and make sense of it. First off, did you see that his estate, like his house and stuff, is valued at $0? Really? No. I so didn't. I think me and you could go buy a mansion for $0. Let's do it. Uh, We're going yeah. to Bristol. Yeah, yeah, it might have some demons yeah. in that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we want. That's bad mojo. Um, so I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Um, 
Thing, on a serious note, it's hard to have sympathy for someone that does something like that, right? Obviously, you don't but, want to put death on anybody, but right. I mean, this wasn't a good guy. Yeah, but I would like to say it. There had to be a lot of mental health issues. Now, I'm not saying that CTE, okay. but something mental health-wise was off. That's fair. Um, I just I don't, I just don't agree with the people who are saying, like, CTE is – I don't know. I just don't believe that CTE had anything to do with him killing himself. Obviously, yeah, he was still in the heat. I, I just think he had – some actual mental like health and that that could issues. be that could be and and that regardless if you kill someone or not if you have mental health issues please 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 go get that checked out because yeah we, nobody you're wants, doing harm to yeah, others, others and, and, probably yourself. Yourself. and by doing that that hurts your loved ones you never want to see something like that happen yeah um as far as this is what i this is what i hate he's a very high-profiled person he killed himself it doesn't matter why. We don't need to know he killed himself and, oh, by the way, he's gay. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it's like when um, Jose Fernandez mm-hmm. died and they came out and they're like, yeah, he, he, he was, was high on cocaine, cocaine yeah. and has blood. It doesn't matter. Let let us think of him the way. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that's uh, fair. It goes back, like, kind of weird. Like, remember when the Joker dies and they turn his head over and they're like, Harvey Dent has to... Or not the Joker, but uh, Two-Face. Two-Face. You know, Harvey Dent has to be the the white knight, you know, make me the best. You know, let these people die, not in vain. Uh, you know, I, I hate when the media does that yeah. type of stuff. Um, that's fair. But anyways, I that's do, my I, piece on it. I would have to say one thing that I could believe out of all the shit, um, I could see it being for financial reasons. I heard something along the line, and I I am the, the least – I don't know anything about finances, but um, I heard something along the lines of uh, the whole fact that he killed himself and technically that makes him not a convicted felon or whatever. He was because he was in the appeal process or something along those lines. So technically, I think like his uh, beneficiaries, his daughter get more money now. So I could see it, and I don't know that for a fact. I ju- that's just what I heard, but I could see that playing a factor. Um, you know, sad story, but yeah. the guy wasn't the greatest. Yeah, of I guys. mean, it's so, not like I feel bad for him. Yeah. I feel bad for his daughter. Ex- that's exactly right. And I feel bad for his daughter more that he was a murderer than yeah. he killed himself. That's exactly uh, so, right. Um, sad situation. Yeah. Hate to see that happen, but true, true. Good podcast. Yeah, it good was, to be back. It was fun. Yeah, we're gonna. Have to do this a little more often. We can't. We can't be taking a three week hiatus. Yeah, can't be doing that. You gotta uh, get back to arguing with my boy, my boy Nikki. Yeah, exactly. We'll have to have Nikki back on the next one, and it'll be a good time. Uh, I'm Trey Alessio, the dawn of entertainment. For are you entertained? I'm alongside Brandon Ogden, the consigliere. It's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. We will be back very soon. Stay safe.